0: Marketing your small business at the best of times can be a really tricky juggling act with everything else you've got going on, working in the business, managing staff, and then outside the business managing your family and community commitments. But layer on top of that the fact that you're also operating your small business in the midst of chaos. Now, right now you might think marketing is the last thing on your to-do list because, hey, you've got far more urgent things screaming at you right now and you've been awake for the last 48 hours. But I want to give you a reason to keep the marketing ticking over right now, even when it seems like the sky is falling. On a good day, consistent marketing gives you a really good foundation to bounce off when you do need to activate your audience, whether that's on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, through our email, when you need to drive more business to your business. But when it seems like no two days look the same, It's actually a really good opportunity to stay connected to the human beings that you decided to do business with in the first place and that can have much more profound effects than just dollars and cents. So in this episode, I want to give you my three bucket strategy for marketing yourself consistently in a way that you're just ticking a box, meeting a need, filling in the blanks and then getting back to what you really need to do. If you're doing these three things every week in your business, all you need to add on top is time and patience. This will stop you having massive gaps in your social media, it'll keep you top of mind with your customers, and it'll also remind you that there's a whole wave of people. (coughs) And it'll also remind you that there is a whole wave of people out there that not only care about your business, but they care about you. So, let's jump in. You're listening to Taking Back Joy, a more than marketing podcast. This is where we dive into how to market your regional and rural small business sustainably without being stuck to your screen. I'm your host Meredith Page and I was born and raised in a small town full of fantastic small businesses and now I'm doing the same with my own family. I'm a marketing coach, a mum and a wife and I want to share with you everything I've learned and I'm still learning about juggling a family, business growth, mental well-being, and healthy boundaries. Here, we market smarter, not harder, so we can take the busyness out of our businesses. If you're running a small business, raising small humans, and trying to make a big difference in a small town, you're in the right place. This is Taking Back Joy. So as luck would have it, I find myself launching a podcast in the middle of COVID. I made the fantastic decision to pivot in this direction, Right when everyone's being bombarded with marketing messages, but being a small business marketer, it's what I do and it's what keeps keeping the lights on at the moment. So having said all that, I'm trying to be really mindful about the content I am creating in COVID and one of my favorite go-to topics, the idea of healthy boundaries, making for healthy business and a healthy personal life, really doesn't seem appropriate right now because everyone's boundaries have gone right out the window, mine included. So to make a point of that right here, if you feel like your boundaries have gone right out the window and you think you're failing, please don't think that. We're all kind of in that boat at the moment. Um, If you're listening to this at some future point, there is going to be a lot of covid e context in this, but I really hope the principles I'm covering in this episode have broader appeal, which I do believe they do. Um, So not just in covid but more generally speaking, I want to give you a really easy framework that I is my go-to for marketing my business in a way that gives me three boxes to check and then I'm out of there and back to doing actual business. So if you're juggling the homeschooling and the daycare and the working from home and trying to figure out ways to keep the doors open and how to take your business online... None of which is sustainable and none of which anyone is able to do well at all of that at once. So again, please don't beat hard on yourself if you feel like you're not doing a very good job of a lot of things right now. So if you're wearing more hats than normal right now I want to walk you through this framework so you can at least make sure that you're marketing your business consistently, maintaining good habits around that so at least you know that bit's done and dusted and it's done in the most efficient and effective way possible leaving you to get back to the really hard stuff that does actually require more of your attention and focus. So I suppose now more than ever, we really need smart, efficient marketing strategies for our small businesses, particularly in regional rural areas, where we know how to get scrappy at the best of times. This, unfortunately, is the best, or conversely, worst of times. So reasons why, and you might be sort of thinking, Meredith, marketing is the last thing on my radar right now, as insert previously mentioned list above – There's a hundred bajillion reasons why marketing, like on Facebook or on Instagram or emails right now, is not on my radar. Well, I want to give you a couple of reasons why it's probably good to at least keep things ticking over on the marketing front. First and foremost, it lets people know you're still here, whatever that looks like. Um, Whether it's you've been forced to shut down because your industry is incompatible with current restrictions, or you've been forced to go completely online, or even outside COVID context even if just business is really busy and you haven't had a chance to um, make an appearance in all your communication channels. It's really important to let people know that you are still here. And it's even more important in our small businesses, in our regional and rural areas, Because we feel really connected with the businesses and the people inside those businesses that we do business with regularly. Like, you'll be able to recall half a dozen um, of your regulars, for example, who you know their name, you know their kids' names, you know what grade their kids are in, you know what they get up to, you have... Like, whenever you catch up with these customers, the first 20 minutes is you guys talking about everything apart from why they're seeing you today. Because that's just how, like, relationships work in small businesses in small towns, like... I often find so quickly my clients go from being just customers into this weird kind of middle grey area where they're like friends but we don't hang out socially but when I see them it's like I'm seeing a friend and I get excited for their wins, I want to know that their kids are doing well, I want to want to know that they're doing well. So for most, I guarantee for most people that run small businesses, your clients probably tend to fit in that middle grey area where they're kind of somewhere between a customer, a friend, a colleague. Um, And so it's really important that you let them know that you are still here because as much as you care about them, they probably care just as much about you because you are a regular fixture in their life. They're used to seeing you weekly, monthly. They're used to either speaking to you on the phone or chatting with your staff um, or asking for your opinion about whatever it is your area of specialty is. You mean something to them because otherwise they wouldn't be doing business with you specifically. So it's as important for you as it is for them to let them know you're still here. Uh, In practical terms, as a second point, it's a good way to remind them how they can do business with you right now. Business may be up and running as per normal, and they might not realise it. And so they need to be told that, look, you know, doors are still open, lights are still on, come on in. Everything's normal for us, for whatever reason. It could be industry specific, could be the way you set things up. Um, Or you might have had to pivot and go to like a click and collect or an online ordering, maybe a delivery service. Again, showing up on social media, off Instagram, or any kind of platform, or newsletter, or things like that, video, it's a really good way to keep reminding people as to how they can do business with you right now. It also saves you from there being gaping holes in your communication channels, which can take a lot of effort to recoup and fill back in again when things go air quotes back to normal I feel like saying back to normal is like saying when pigs fly right now in this COVID context but when things do settle down and day-to-day life resumes some sort of normality it's really important you don't have gaping holes in your social media or any communication channels because it takes too long to get people back into the momentum of seeing you hearing from you knowing that you're around and knowing what you stand for and how they can work with you like I've experienced that for myself and I'm sure we've all done it in small business where you hit a bit of a Quiet patch typically, you know, could be that time of year where you always know you go quiet. So you throw a lot of energy at all the marketing strategies that you've ever wanted to try. You do a big run-up, and then suddenly, because you're marketing yourself consistently, the work comes in consistently, and then it gets so busy that the marketing goes out the window because you then you've got to get on top of all the work you've committed to. But then once that peters out, then things go quiet again. And so you're constantly this boom and bust cycle of marketing to get the business in the door, freaking out because you've got heaps of business in the door because, hey, marketing works. And then by the time it all peters out, you've then got this gaping hole in your marketing that you then have to scramble to fill back in again because while you were busy... The lights went out and it looks like you've been kidnapped on social media. So you want to make sure you're preventing that as well. Never has it been more important than right now to reintroduce and re-emphasize the humanity in our businesses. Because again, as small business owners, we, the decision makers, are often also on the front line of our business. If not, only two steps away from it. We deal directly often with all our clients, all our customers, our suppliers, our contractors. We are, at businesses of our level, we are our business and it's so important that we maintain that humanity in our business and keep showing the people we do business with in whatever direction that business is flowing that we still care about them. Because right now in the more immediate COVID context, everyone is feeling very isolated and lonely, not only physically but in the way that they think and feel about how things are going on as well. So it's really important now and even in better times when... We're not all living with a very wacky set of restrictions. It's important to let people know that you see them, you hear them, you understand their needs, and that you're here to help. That's one of the fundamental principles of marketing is knowing who your people are, knowing what they need to hear, and knowing how you can draw a line between their needs and what you can do to help. That's Marketing 101. So with all that in mind, I want to teach you my three-bucket system for creating content Wherever you choose for that to live, I'm trying not to make this social media specific because for a whole bunch of reasons, I don't want anyone's marketing to live wholly and solely on social media. I would rather you take a much more broader approach and it simply is replicated on social media, but it isn't wholly and solely engineered for Facebook or Instagram. It can kind of live anywhere. These three buckets are connect, convey, convert. So the idea is that if you're doing these three things once a week, whether it's sending an email, posting on social media, creating something that communicates to these three specific concepts, then your marketing should be ticking along nicely and it's at least a very good 101 level marketing content creation strategy that you can then only build on. It's a really good foundational strategy. So I normally start with Connect, but I'd actually like to leave that till last. So I'm, I'm going to kick this off with Convey. So it's the second bucket I normally fill, which is Convey. And what this does is once a week, you need to be creating something that establishes your expertise. Um... It's something that this is not, and this would probably be another episode for another day. It's like a core piece of content that answers a specific question, um, provides assistance with a specific problem, um, offers like a specific insight relative to what it is that you do and where you specialize because what it does is it gives people an insight into what it might be like to do business with you, the benefits they stand to gain, but in a really helpful, genuine way because you are giving away a little bit of something for free. You're giving a little bit of packet of information away that is intended to help them get ahead. Even if it's just a little bit with a problem they're having or with some mindset, something they're struggling with, a goal they want to achieve. If you can find a way to package up a little bit of your expertise, one in in a way that won't send you broke, it's just a little bit of advice that you give away in a conversation or in an email if someone asked you a question. If you can find a way to package that up and then give that away once a week to the people who are interested in your business and who are following you on social media, probably signed up to receive emails from you, then each week you're going to be putting out their really high value that establishes you as an expert in your field and someone that is well worth doing business with. So a couple of examples of what a core piece of content might look like. And again, I'll I'd like to really elaborate this on a separate episode, but you could Do a podcast. That's what I'm doing right now. It's 15-20 minutes of my thoughts and ideas and experience that I can share with you. That doesn't cost you a thing, there's no obligation after it. It's just me showing you what I know and showing you that I'm here to help you get ahead. You could write a blog, you could do a video. I've recently um, wrapped up doing Instagram lives in favor of podcasting, but that was very good for me for a long time. And as an unintended side benefit, it also helped me get really good at presenting and regulating my voice and slowing down because I tend to have a million mile an hour brain. So putting yourself out there as an expert once a week is a really good practice to get into because then there's no reason that that can't be say in my example a podcast that lives on your website and also various other marketing channels. It can be broken down into a series of pull quotes for your social media. You can then promote your podcast or your blog or your video on social media and redirect people back to where it originally lives. Um, There's a hundred different ways you can spin off content from that in a really easy way or if you've got a tech savvy person on your team or a virtual assistant you use I've got a fantastic one which a funny story I'll go into another episode but having a very on deck to help you with this sort of stuff is brilliant. Um, so if you're creating that core piece of content that establishes you as an expert and gives away value that's free and like value that's free and actionable, or even just gives someone a little bit of peace of mind, um, it can then be repurposed in half a dozen ways in really quick and easy. Um, as a really quick and easy solution to creating content that actually means something, not just posting for the sake of posting, which I know none of us really like doing. So that's how you convey once a week. Now convert. This is actually asking for a sale. And I feel like people in a COVID context are probably getting better at this simply because they have to. But typically speaking, a lot of people either do one of two things. They'll sit all in one of these buckets and not evenly spread themselves thin. So some people live all in the con- in the convert bucket, where it's constantly buy this, buy this, this is on sale, this is on special, this is discounted. But without the connection, which I'll go into last, and without the conveyance of expertise, no one's really got any incentive to buy from you because it's like, well, why? Um, similarly, some other people live all in the convey bucket, where it's like they're constantly giving away information but never actually ask for anything. Or the connect bucket... Um, Which is pretty much being the warm, fuzzy person that is just there for all the feels. Um, Which is not what we set up business accounts for. It's not what we send business emails for, for whole and solely, like, warm fuzzies. Um, They're important, but they shouldn't be everything. With a convert post, you want to be doing this again. I try to do this once a week. If I am, in fact, looking to generate business right now if I'm not I'll just stay in the connect and convey and that's all I'll tick along but if you're looking to actually keep business ticking over and if you're in a business model where you need to be constantly generating sales um, on a regular weekly daily basis then at least week you want to be asking for a sale showcasing a product introducing your service Um, And there's a couple of angles you can hit this at so you don't feel like you're constantly saying this is on sale, buy this every week. You can address it from an angle of how can they work with you? What's the next step if they're interested right now? What's included in your products or services? Is there a really good entry-level product or service that they should know about? Um, What are the benefits? What will they stand to gain on the other side of buying that product or service? Um, This is a really good one too. Who is the best person to buy from you because this then puts the person listening, watching or reading at the forefront of the conversation like if you're this person experiencing this problem I have just the thing for you and I'd love for you to get started working with me or I have just this product for this particular element or if you're trying to achieve this particular goal. Like for me, I always try to sort of come from the angle of like if you're a small business owner in a small town wearing too many hats and you need a bit of help with XYZ level of your marketing, here's a great way you can get started, get in touch and we'll get the ball rolling. Um... So, and again, it that, that helps it really resonate with the people who are reading, watching or listening because they can suddenly sit there and go, oh, that is me. I am struggling with that or that is something I'm experiencing right now. So rather than it being, here's my stuff, here's what I can do, me, 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 which is important in moderation, it's important to talk about your products and service in the context of the person whom they're meant for. So if you're trying to think of ways to talk about um, a a conversion, email, post, whatever, Think about framing it in that context and that way it's more about you promoting something you want to do to help rather than feeling like you're promoting yourself, which sometimes people can shy away from. And now the big one that I normally open with and which I feel like you should always do if you're looking at as a weak map, I would always start with a connection because for me I would start with connecting with my audience, listeners, readers. I would layer on top of that my expertise, conveyance of what I know and how I know it and how I can best... um, how I best work, and then a convert at the end. So that would typically be on a Friday, where like Monday would have made it establish a connection and shown them that I understand who they are. On, say, a Wednesday, which I'm recording this right now while my three-year-old's asleep in the back of the car, I'm conveying my expertise. And then on Friday, I might actually sort of say, "Hey, here's what I've got if you want to start working with me. So it's all laid on top of the good stuff. But I want to end with connection because right now I feel like connection is more important than it ever was both in business and just people to people because we need to remember that we're not doing business with pixels, we're doing business with people. And I hope you can kind of read between the lines here and see the broader application of what I'm about to kind of cover right now. In order to connect with people, you first need to have a really good understanding of who you are. connection actually starts with bravery. It starts with being honest first with yourself in terms of who do you want to be in the broader world? Talking loosely in business, but again, we could be talking more broadly right now. Who do you want to be in the world, and what do you stand for? Um, and how do you want to best present yourself when you post, email, record each day? Who do you want to be every day until you run out of days? And then, once you've dis- once you've established who you are and what you stand for, it's then about being brave enough to do that. Publicly, as a business, as a business operator, and then subsequently as a person, it's being able to stand there and go, This is who I am, this is what's important to me. And the bravery comes into it because that will repel some people and attract others. But something that I've always said for a very long time about marketing, which now does weirdly seem to have a broader application, is it's better to get 10 resounding yeses than 100 mehs, because no one ever took action off a meh. So it's in your best interest to find your people, let your people know that your values and beliefs align, and then stick through to that as you continue to communicate with your customers and the broader community in which you operate. At the start of all this, you went into business probably because you stood for something. Whether it was you stood for just autonomy working for yourself, um, wanting to make better margins, wanting to make better money week to week because you wanted to take out the middleman of the employer, maybe you're better, just better suited to working for yourself. I've worked for some fantastic people, but I'm just better suited to working for myself. It just suits my brain. It suits my lifestyle requirements. But I've worked for some fantastic companies over the years. Um, Or you might be really passionate about your product or your service or the way you do business. Like, I'm really passionate about empowering small businesses to be the drivers of their marketing and not held ransom to people and products and services that don't have their best interest at heart. I want to put you in the driver's seat when it comes to marketing your business. So that's what I'm really passionate about. And it's important that you, once you find that passion or that reason or your values or what you stand for, it's really important you keep beating that drum. And again this makes this has probably has broader application right now I'm just really fortunate that it also makes just really good marketing 101 stuff in my opinion. So let's recap. Throughout the week if you have your sort of nominated channels my go-to's are email, Facebook, Instagram and now audio. If you can at least be creating one whatever it looks like that conveys your expertise asks for a sale and converts them into customers but most importantly, connects. You're going to be on the right track when it comes to consistently marketing your business in a way that's efficient, where you don't feel like you're fluffing around and spending hours on it when you've got a bajillion and one things that need doing right now. So you can going to, be able to keep your marketing ticking along consistently if you're concentrating on these three buckets, connect, convey, and convert. But most importantly, connect. Find your people, speak to their needs, and remind them that they're not alone. Whatever that looks like in your corner of the world right now. So my small business owner who's probably sleep-deprived and running on empty and juggling homeschooling and looking after your kids whilst also trying to run a business and maintain the mental well-being and physical well-being of your staff and your customers, stay well, stay safe, and most importantly, stay true to yourself because if you're not true to yourself, what does that leave in its place? Big love to you guys. Until next time. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Taking Back Joy. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to leave me a review because it helps me reach other small business owners just like you. The feedback I receive from listeners only makes me more determined to keep creating episodes that make your marketing more efficient and more effective without being stuck to your screen. Thanks, guys. See you next week.